0: Hello, Stephen.
1: Hello, Erica. We've um, we've done we've gone against uh, many doctors' recommendations and watched <laughs> uh, four episodes. Four.
0: Well, four episodes total, but just since the last podcast, three. Three episodes of the Web Planet.
1: Yes, all in a row. Mm-hmm. Eight episodes of Doctor Who today.
0: Yeah, that's not bad.
1: I think I've hit my wall with this. So.
0: Well, I tonight. I don't think I have hit my wall for Doctor Who. No, I think no, no. I've hit my like I could watch more Doctor Who than this in one day, but I'm starting to get sleepy. Yeah, <clears> as <throat> as happens. It's on pro- sleepy Doctor Who. <laughs> it's
1: probably usually I'm usually you're the one who's sleepier than you're sleepier than, me. than
0: I am. I'm kind of jazzed by this.
1: Are you really? Mm-hmm. Why are you jazzed by this?
0: Well, uh, episodes two and three, I was really on board for the the okay. Zarbi and Escape to Danger, which I keep reading as Escape to Dinner. Uh, every time I look Skate at the screen. <laughs> I know. I'm, maybe I'm still hungry. Although I did finish off all those kettle chips, so yeah. I probably should not be. Um Crater of Needles, I, I'll just say that the reason that it kind of slowed down for me a little bit, and I don't mean that plot-wise, <clears throat> but um is the uh the Optera, is that what there? Optera. <laughs> yeah. I think you pretty much just nailed it right there. That's uh <laughs> um, I was enjoying the Zarbi. I was enjoying the Monoptera mm-hmm. uh, and the the Animus. The voice uh, right. of the, the Zarbi. I, I was yeah. on board for all of that, but I think the Optera were a bridge too far. Yep. Um, the costumes were less good. Mm-hmm. I could still have handled that if it wasn't for just the ridiculousness of the. You know, they're supposed to be primitive, so they talk in you know, grunts and they hip like hippity hop around like mm-hmm. little bunny slugs. And, um, yeah. And I, I, after the first scene, uh-huh. I was kind of like, Oh boy. Uh, it, it, it seems a little better now. I actually appreciated the scene where the monoptera like spreads her wings and they all bow down. I was like, Oh, that's kind of a neat moment. Um, right. So, so I, I've gotten past my initial dislike for the after, but that was, that was the only thing that kind of was a, a little road bump. Um, I will I will say that yes, things are still progressing slowly mm-hmm. in this story, but I'm kind of not minding. I'm kind of not minding the pace. I I am minding some of the confusing direction and the shots of nothing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the climactic-ish battle scene at the end of episode 4 Crater of Needles was a mishmash of nonsense and I could not tell what was supposed to be happening. Chaotic. It was, yeah, that was not great. Um, It almost
1: looks like Barbara and the monoptera who she's with. There's a cliffhanger of them. Oh no, they're surrounded, Mm -hmm. but they get away as the credits roll (laughs) by the looks of it. It's Uh,
0: very, yeah, very Richard Martin. um.
1: This, uh, yeah, um, I, I admired this, uh, what did we say a couple episodes ago we were talking about Mm -hmm. guilty pleasures and stuff and we both kind of Mm -hmm. agreed on underworld because they were trying their damnedest with a you know a completely new Mm -hmm. way of telling a story and this they do a very admirable job i find in the script to sort of try to and you know they're doing their best with the opter as Mm -hmm. well to sort of try and create distinct alien races, you yes. know. It's not mm-hmm. just a bunch of guys with like, you know, makeup on their on the bridges of their nose like Star Trek and mm-hmm. then having, you know, speak without using contractions or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, this is full like the Zarbi speaking burps.
0: I was I was very impressed uh, in episode 2 with Zarbi. I loved how the beeping which I could see how that might be annoying after a while, but it, it did not. I was not annoyed by it. <sighs> right. I was really impressed how you could tell what the emotional state of the Zarbi was based on the pitch and the speed mm-hmm. of the the beeping. I thought that was really amazing and the kind of thing that kids would be able to grasp onto yeah. immediately. Like that that just seemed really cool to me, and uh, I liked. I feel like the story is actually really solid. Yes, it's neat. I mean, yeah, there was there was one scene of um, in the in the crater of needles of Barbara and the Monoptera she's with walking along, and the Monoptera is basically giving us an Im- info dump mm-hmm. about you know how how they had been invaded, invaded, and the invasion force is supposed to be coming, and you know, and there was another info dump with uh, Ian as he was resting on the top of the yeah. plateau with that resting other one. Resting with Reston. I think
1: it was Reston. I can't remember now. Um,
0: but like that, the scene with Barbara, the info dump, had all kinds of really neat stuff going on in the background. We were learning about the uh, the vegetation going into the acid pools yep. and how everything was, and you were seeing that happening at the same time and seeing the Zarbi guards making people do things. Um, the the rest scene with Ian made perfect sense because they have trouble breathing, so they needed to stop and take a rest, and Ian needed to lie down, so it was a perfect time to give some information. That's exactly the kind of conversation Mm -hmm. that would happen on the top of a plateau. It did not feel like an unneeded info dump. It It was legitimately the kind of thing that I would have expected there, and i'm I'm loving how many women are underneath these costumes right uh, and doing the voices and stuff that was something that I kind of wouldn't have expected um, yeah there's just some the doctor's really good I'm really enjoying the doctor in this he is he is crafty and you know playing his car- cards close to the vest and using every advantage that he has and not being overly kind of Annoying and not going <laughs> hmm all the time uh-huh. uh, too much and yeah everybody's just on point Barbara was Barbara was awesome escaping from the Monoptera in the first place right. um, by you know slowly moving that stick towards her with her feet and mm-hmm. then you know knocking them over and running away although it turns out from the Monoptera's perspective it probably would have been better if they would have killed her in the first place because as soon as the Zarbi got her they uh, they put one of those. Gold yokes on her, Little and she led them bones, directly yeah. in. Yeah, and then not only did the Zarvi kill the Manoptra, but like they're just tramping over their dead bodies, like seeing that other Manoptra almost tripping over the wings oh, yeah. of his dead companion. Oh, there's some real pathos in here. I feel very bad for for the Manoptra who are, um, you know, ex- explaining things about their friends, and you know, my, I'll never fly again. Yeah, getting so,
1: their wings eaten oh. off. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's there's so much good stuff happening, and and yeah, it's a little slow. Yes, there's there are you know maybe it took a little too long for Ian to run away along those corridors and run into that one's army mm-hmm. and then foolishly get trapped and then escape again with apparently their larva guns. I kept thinking they were saying La- lava. lava, guns, and I was like, <laughs> is there a volcano too? Right. Uh, so so it it could move faster, but I'm you know part of me wishes that uh, a uh, marijuana was already legal here in Canada, and B that I actually enjoyed using marijuana, which right. I do not, um, because I feel like this might be a really f- an extra fun story to experience uh, if I if if I were high. I'm just guessing, but right. Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, it seems kind of trippy.
1: It does seem trippy. I don't I don't think the uh, the pace doesn't bother me that much. Mm-hmm. The I think my main problem is the direction. Yep. Yep. In that. A lot of the time, I mean, you know, along the lines of of trying to create, a, you know, a different world and everything, and using the filter was interesting because they actually mention it at some point, you know, I, you know, when Barbara's like, yes. sit down, like she sees, she basically describes what we're seeing, you know, this weird kind of mm-hmm. haze, a little bit, but that that filter that they use, and I don't think it's Vaseline on the lens. It's, that's no, it been, does not look been like the wrestling. urban myth that, that mm-hmm. that's what it was. Two or three scenes is just managed to be perfect enough to block out the face yes. or faces of both mm-hmm. actors or characters in the scene. Like the one time that the doctor's like talking and there's a smudge over his entire face. You yep. can't see his face. No, uh, And the same with Ian when he was resting with Rest in there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so that's, it, that might just be more luck of the draw. But, mm-hmm. but also what really annoys me is that there, are, there is some crucial dialogue that is being delivered in a wide shot. Or a long shot. Mm-hmm. And you're, you know, you're trying to focus on who's actually speaking. But when all the monopter are sort of waving their hands around the same way, uh-huh. you can't necessarily tell who's speaking it. Yes. Or sometimes the optera were like delivering a line that, of some importance. And, and he he or she has like her back to the camera.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: You know, and we're mm-hmm. ne- like, I think this is important information that we need to know. And mm-hmm. it, yeah, so that, that's the thing that really brings it down. Um but other than that, I think it's, it's a rather imaginative story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I that you mentioned William Hartley. You're right. He doesn't seem to be, in the first episode, they even played on it on in the Adventure in Space and Time, that this is mm-hmm. where he was starting to like forget lines and stuff like that in the drama of the thing.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, I don't think, know if that was actually the case, but in, once he's inside the, the place where he's been, basically, since mm-hmm. episode two or three...
0: Uh-huh.
1: He's been rock solid. Apparently, William Hartnell hated this one because hmm. he had to be very precise with his Ooh. movements because he mm-hmm. couldn't. He had to stand exactly right. where he was directed because of the the various ant people because um, mm-hmm. they had to move around so, him and they, they probably him. couldn't
0: see. And he had to be in the right spot for that little uh, hair dryer thing to drop down. The inside. hair dryer
1: thing to come down. So it's interesting that you know the fact that he didn't like this episode because of that it seems to have sharpened his performance.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: very odd, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Well, I suppose if he wasn't happy, you know, he's in a place that he's supposed to be acting like he's not happy. And then he's, so. you know, uh, and doesn't have a lot of, of range to do things and is forced to act within certain parameters. And that's exactly, I guess, mm-hmm. what, what was the case in real life as well. I suppose so. Mm-hmm. It is, it is interesting. Vicky doesn't have a whole lot to do in this one. Nope. And I mean, it, not every story can have a lot for every person. It would have been nice to see her given a little more agency or something to do rather than just fall asleep
1: uh, every now and then. Yeah.
0: Yes, because uh, everybody else has, has had really cool stuff. Like, it's a good Barbara story. Mm-hmm. It's a good Ian story. It's a good doctor story. Uh, Good for the rest of the care, She's
1: sort of there to serve as the traditional companion yep. and to sort of mm-hmm. ask the doctor questions so he can explain, that sort of thing. And
0: hold on to the spider.
1: <clears throat> hold on to the spider. She found the spider. Mm-hmm. That's one thing she discovered.
0: That's true. By she, screwing
1: up, basically. It, mm-hmm. Serendipity, yeah.
0: Yep. Well, did she screw up, though? Because I don't remember. We didn't have the subtitles on. Well,
1: she, did, she was meant to go get something else.
0: Right, and the doctor, when she came Actually, back...
1: Actually, yeah, the doctor says, no, I said the white case, which he, he obviously did not. didn't. That's the joke, yeah. yeah. So...
0: So it wasn't fault. I entirely, guess he didn't screw
1: up. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it
0: wasn't really her fault. It was the doctor's uh, screw up that he then tried to. So, so we do have a little bit of the obnoxious doctor, but, mm-hmm. uh, but not, not as much. No. But, yep. Yeah. I'm. So far, I'm i I'm a fan of the Web Planet. I'm I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna go so far, as to say that.
1: I am glad you were going against um, accepted fan wisdom. hmm It's funny how this thing has sort of changed over the years the, because, you know, people who remember seeing it and then were sort of like marinating in the memories of 1965 as the years went on before it was finally released on VHS... Um, a lot of those people were saying, Oh, it's a wondrous, like mm-hmm. you know, this weird alien environment. It was just such a it's apparently it was a very expensive episode too. They were completely imagine. over budget.
0: They're flying. They're flying
1: around on Kirby Wires and stuff. And then once it started coming out on D V D and VHS, I think people were starting to reevaluate it was looking a little bit clunky and not really aging that well in that regard. Mm. So it's kind of it's kind of getting, gotten kicked a lot. In the past few years,
0: because of the fact that you can reevaluate from from nowadays standards. As exactly, to, I I did not know that uh, people's memories of it were more glowing before mm-hmm. it came out on VHS, and I I'm glad to hear that because my thought from watching it w- was just that if I were a person watching it at the time, I would assume that this would be something that I would just love the hell out of. <laughs> right. Because it's just so neat. It really is otherworldly in a way that nothing else we've seen yet has been. I mean, with the possible exception of the Daleks, because the Dalek City is pretty and a pretty amazing thing in and of itself, but I don't think it quite reaches the same heights that this does in terms of giving you so many different views of of the world you've got this you know crazy vegetative um, fortress kind of thing mm-hmm. that's also growing it's growing yeah. that's got all of these ants and you know a, a voice from above that's 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 in charge and then you got you know the flying butterfly people who you know move around kind of neat and and are very articulate people and i like the makeup on their faces quite a lot i yeah. have to say uh and then yeah you know you've got the you got the opera underground right. which, while i don't particularly love the way they are realized in the performances i adore the idea that when the Zarbi came in or when the Zarbi were enslaved and forced to uh to take over the planet, the the minoptera kind of had to burrow underground and became less uh, uh,
1: less monoptery. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. You know, they their wings eventually degenerated, which makes sense, and their eyes became sensitive to light. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's that's a that's a neat. It's a very science fictiony idea. It is very yep. much. Yeah. So I am I am on board. Wow. Yep. So I'm, I'm sorry that we don't have it in us to finish it off tonight because there's, you know, there's a little contrary part of me that just wants to do yeah, the same thing as we do with censor rights and just be like, screw you, received fan wisdom. We love this enough to watch it all at once. <laughs> right. But it is also 11 p.m. and you still have to edit Hockey Feels. I'd
1: have to do a Hockey um, Feels episode, yeah. Which
0: you guys should all listen to if you're remotely interested in hockey. Yes, there's
1: mm-hmm. a great interview with uh, Melissa Gushwin about Marty Brodeur whose number is being retired uh, later on this week. I also rant about the Edmonton Oilers, who were terrible this past weekend, which uh, hopefully, thankfully I've mildly forgotten about because of mm-hmm. watching eight episodes of Doctor <laughs> Who today. It's which nice probably, how that hmm?
0: softens the blow a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
1: another reason why we are, aren't watching all six of the web planet because that mm-hmm. would be tough to mm-hmm. watch ten episodes. Mm-hmm. If we had watch if we'd watched the Romans before, I bet you we would probably be done the the web planet by now, but we aren't.
0: If we hadn't watched the Romans? If
1: we hadn't watched the Romans. If okay. we already done the Romans, I think we, gotcha. we easily would have finished uh yep. the web planet, but such as it is.
0: Eh, you know, it's lazy Doctor Who. We get to do it at our own at our own pace. That's Although I know that we're going to get tweets from people saying doing eight episodes in a, in a night, that's not lazy. We really should have called it whatever the hell we damn want to do, Doctor Who. But that was really long, so...
1: Not as catchy either.
0: No, it really isn't.
1: Not have a good Twitter handle.
0: No, too many characters. Way too many Way characters. You come up
1: with like some sort of acronym and mm-hmm. stuff, and there would just be no fun for anyone, so... Yeah. so well, right. I'm
0: going to just be too lazy to defend ourselves.
1: Yeah. Maybe we'll be um, not lazy enough to watch the last two episodes before we go to Gallifrey One.
0: That would be good. It would be nice to not have that hanging yeah. over us. Yeah, you know... Mm-hmm. So we don't
1: have to finish it at Gallifrey One. We do yeah. intend to do at least one episode from Galley.
0: We'll try. I never want to promise We do intend much to much try anything. to
1: maybe, possibly. <laughs> Tell you this. I'll bring whatever episode we uh, would watch next mm-hmm. to Gallifrey One. Absolutely. In the event mm-hmm. that we might do an episode from Galley. Yep. Because we did one. We didn't do one from Chicago TARDIS, did we?
0: I don't think so. Conventions get kind of crazy. Stuff happens. You get busy. It would be nice.
1: We promise to do nothing. That, but yeah, absolutely we not. We promise nothing.
0: Nope, no promises. Yeah. So it, no promises, Doctor Who podcast. That's no what it should have been.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for thanks to everyone who uh, listened throughout the day, mm-hmm. or indeed in the future when everyone downloads all these and watches them, and uh, mm-hmm. and we'll get back to the last two episodes of of the Web Planet sometime in the near future. I dare say.
0: Sometime. yep it was a uh, it was nice to sort of take over the incomparable podcast network <laughs> for for this evening uh, I believe all of our podcasts have gone out with no other incomparable show going out in between which is uh, which is something that doesn't happen very often nope because there are lots and lots of excellent podcasts on the incomparable network you should go and check some of the rest of them out at the incomparable com um, because we are happy to be on such a wonderful geeky network we are indeed yep
1: All right, then. Well,
0: bye. (laughs) Bye.